yeah, she she gets cornered blah, and blah, then, blah. like uh, restrains Jetstorm and then restrains Thrust and then she corners she pulls Thrust away, sets up a trap so that he's caught in the web so he doesn't have a choice. And she tosses the the, the planches at him. <laughs> the planches right? at him all over his chest. I was surprised. Just planches all over his chest. Too much energy. <laughs> Is one of them a squid? Titor, what have you done? Blah, 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 Beast Wars once and for all. <laughs> it's like, throw her into the compactor. <laughs> well, you don't need this anymore. Why do you always talk to yourself? I simply have a pension for intelligent conversation. Yeah, Say Calabar! No! Say Calabar! <laughs> no! Welcome to episode 63 of Too Much Energon, the Lasercomb podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. I am your illustrious co-host, Christopher Siege. I'm your other hope. Oh, host. I'm your other hope. I'm your other <laughs> ghost, NeoCal. <laughs> the ghost with the most. And the host with the most. And the toast with the toast. And if we don't get no rolls, uh, if we don't get no tolls, then we don't eat no rolls. Holy shit. <laughs> mind mind blown here. Uh yeah, this is uh welcome welcome back to uh uh too much energy on. Um it's episode 63. I gonna kind of address a bit of an elephant in the room, which uh, if you're listening to this episode on or this show rather on a week to week basis, you may have taken notice of. Uh but if you're listening to this in the far off future, it's not going to mean jack shit to you, but regardless, I'm going to point it out. Uh, there was no episode last week, and uh, uh, this episode 63 was originally supposed to have been recorded and dropped last week, but, uh, well, I fell horribly, horribly, horribly ill. In fact, I was ill off and on for at least two weeks. And it just kept coming and going in waves. And uh, last, probably last Wednesday to last Saturday was when it was at its worst. But uh, I'm I'm back on track now. I, I I've recharged my energon reserves. I've drunk some of that uh, weird organic goo from Cybertron's core that. It may or may life. not have helped. Nobody it, knows. It may or may not have helped. Nobody knows. But uh, but uh, the point is, we're back. And so, humblest apologies that we missed a week of too much energy. You probably, honestly, like listeners, you probably don't care. But uh, it bothers no, me. Damn you're it! You're not allowed to miss a week. God damn it! <laughs> it bothers me. God damn it! But what I will say is, sixty-two episodes weekly without missing a beat like that's that's quite a run we did it we used one sick day 
Yeah, we, we use one sick day. You get five a year. Uh, yeah. We didn't use any the first year. And uh, on to, to year two of Too Much Energon, uh, we, we've only used one. So right. now do we get five apiece or five shared? Five shared. Five shared. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, this reminds me of a stupid Dilbert comic that I saw a decade ago. Wow. Um, I can't remember the characters, but the short one with the bald one with the glasses. Okay. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I just realized that Dilbert, like there, there's their woman friend who wears like the red blazer and she's got the curly hair. I just realized there's a Seinfeld vibe there with those three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And Dilbert's been around since like the I think the forever yeah. sometime. Yeah, so um, Seinfeld was already. But was the already joke thing, was, uh, I can't remember why, but somebody revealed to him that you can't trade sick days with other people, and he was like, "What? No, Blasphemy. say it ain't so." Yeah, and they reset every year. What? No, th- this isn't true. And Dilbert's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. People have been taking advantage of you." And he's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like a fly, like rolling around, and he's just like not making any sounds. Oh, maybe it was the cartoon. Uh, maybe yeah, I, I think it's a scene from from the cartoon, and he couldn't take an extended like paid vacation because he thought he had like a hundred pe- other people sick days. Like wow! <laughs> and when they revealed the information to him, he like fell on the ground and was like no, and just kind of like self destructed. I don't know we, why. Uh, Reminded me of that. We um. I have a, a colleague who I'm not going to mention by name, but uh, he's kind of rotundo. They know who they are. They know who they are, and they are totally listening to the show right now. So, yes, co-worker of mine, I think you're rotundo. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it. They didn't Sigma make ball. you fully Sigma balls, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> no, he... um. This was, I think, like maybe last year or the year before. Uh, he asked our boss, and his, my, my boss mentioned this to me. Um, he asked if uh, he he asked if I, I think it was he's like, oh, uh, do do sick days roll over year over year, basically, because he had one sick. This was in like December or something. And he had one sick day left. And uh, it resets in January, the beginning of the next calendar year. And so my boss told him, no, it just resets. They they don't roll over. The f- guy fucking called in sick the next day. <laughs> I, you know what? Chad, move. I'm not going to. Yeah, I do the same thing. I just... And the reason why I found out about this, too, was because I, I mentioned uh, to my boss, I'm like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, called in sick. And he just like kind of like shakes his head and rolls his eyes. And I'm like, oh, what? And then he explained the story to me. Amazing. What a Chad move. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, They work differently at my old workplace. You could only hold up to six maximum. But the way they would accrue if you had less than six was every paycheck you got half a sick day so roughly one sick day every month and Weird. you could bank up to six that we got that instead of like a two percent raise or one percent raise or something um, i voted for the the raise not sick days 
Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> it makes um, more sense. You're you're gonna benefit more uh, in the in the short term and the long term yeah. from a raise than just having like bankable sick days. Especially if you don't take that many sick days. Exactly. But now that there yeah. are sick days. I'm gonna take advantage of them because they cap at six. Yeah. Why not? Right. So it'd be like a weekend or whatever, like a month or so away or whatever. And I'm like, hey, I'm doing this and need to go to the hospital, blah, blah, blah. They don't need to know the details. And I'm like, I'm going to use sick days for like this and this. And they're like, that's not how you're supposed to use sick days. It's for when you're sick. And I'm like, yeah, mental health. Are you going to fight me on this? No, they did not. Um, sick days can also be used as personal days. Yeah. Oh, it's, it, our our workplace was like weird about it, but you should just be able to use it as a personal day. Yeah. Most workplaces don't like it. If you yeah. are like, yeah, I'm taking a personal day, but... If you have like, say, like you have five sick days in a calendar year, you can just call up and say, I'm taking a personal day. They won't, they, most of them won't like it, but they still have to give it to you. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I would just like use them and accumulate them. And whenever I was at five, make sure I don't like cap. And it's like, well, that's the culture. You guys chose work uh, sick days instead of like, a pay increase so yeah so uh, like i've actually done uh department scheduling and um uh management of labor costs and whatnot so that's how i found out about things like that mm. yeah yes during my one year stint where i like kind of fell upward into managing a grocery department the of horror a store. <laughs> the nightmares <laughs> Well, it's, uh, I, I took this job as like, just like a supervisor and they were so short staff. They had very little staff because the company was having financial problems and lo and behold, they're not around now. Uh, but the grocery manager, uh, after like a month of me being there up and quit out of nowhere. And so the store manager was like, and the, like, uh, uh, the higher ups in the company were like, okay, well you're, uh, you're taking over. And I'm enjoy. like, hey, enjoy. I'm like, okay, like, uh, uh, am I going to be the actual grocery manager? They're like, no, you're going to be the acting grocery manager. So you're going to do all of these things, but we're not, but we're still only going to pay you $15 an hour. And I'm like, okay. And, uh, I, I dealt with that for, uh, close to a year. And then I ended up quitting because after, Having a carrot dangled in front of me for I hate several months of being like, oh, you just, and it was a constantly like moving goalpost too. They're like, oh, they take oh, advantage oh, of you. Oh, you just sure. need to, you just need to like hit, hit these, these goals and like do this, this and this. And uh, then we'll know that you're our guy and we'll, we'll give you, we'll pr officially promote you and give you the position. And uh -huh. every time I would achieve the goal that they set forth, they're like, well, we still need you to do this, this, and this. And like, it just, it kept moving. And then eventually they were like, so we've uh, hired a grocery manager and uh, he's going to be starting on uh, Tuesday morning. And we'd, uh, we'd like you to, to, 
to get him trained up on uh, how to run everything. And After not paying you for how long? Uh, like nearly a year. And the I audacity. Would, and they're like, and the uh, the one of the like uh, big wigs at the company was like, so I, I thought this might be a blow to you. So um, why don't you take the rest of the day off? And this was like my shift was ending in like an hour and a half. He's like, why don't you take the rest of the day off with pay and uh, uh, just to, to to let things settle? I'm like, do do me one better. Um, I will take the rest of today off with pay and tomorrow I'm not coming in and I still expect to be paid for it. And they're like, okay, done. And so I did that. And then uh, on uh, Monday morning, I sent them a very scathing email, basically being like, you know what? Fuck you guys. You, uh, y'all. yeah, I, I, it, I was very professional, but it, I, it, it was professional. There was no like inflammatory language, but it was right. very sternly worded me saying like, <clears throat> oh, so. Uh, I like feel like you've took advantage of me and, you know, constantly like never ending, like moving goalpost and like promises of uh, like actually like attaining this position. And uh, the fact that you like went behind my back and hired someone else feels very feels like a betrayal. And I feel like you're grossly underestimating my underestimating my abilities, especially after you've been taking advantage of me for so long and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not even giving notice. I'm just not coming back. And uh, I, I never did. It was especially like pissed me off too because the guy and you they, have to hire them or uh, uh, train, train them. them, yeah, man, yeah, right. Sigma balls, <laughs> Sigma balls, Gary. Yeah, and the the guy that they hired too had less experience than me. I don't understand that logic. He, Is it like, he, oh, he, well, here's a person that like he's we older. can exploit. Here's the thing: he's older. I was I was in my early thirties at this point. This guy was like fifty. And his only like grocery experience was he was a dairy supervisor for like five years, like at Thrifty Foods, like 15 years ago. I'm like, I already have more grocery experience than this guy and more current grocery experience. And I've Recent, been doing yeah. <laughs> and I've been doing this exact job for the past year. Like, so what the fuck, guys? I don't get that either. I've but, been in that position before too, and I ended up hearing that he he lost his job because he physically assaulted one of his uh, uh, one of his grocery people. He like grabbed them by the neck or something. So he lost his job and then the company went under. So fuck him and fuck that company, too. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, anyway, people, this is episode 63 of Too Much Energon. And this week we are talking about the... 12th episode of Beast Machines, The Catalyst. It originally aired on December 11th, 1999. So tonight we're going to party like it's 1999. December 11th. Oh, right. it's a Christmas episode. <laughs> uh, if only. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, it is not. 
No, it's not. Uh, so speaking of uh, partying like it's 1999, the, the episode opens up with uh, the Gary Primal essentially like holding a memorial service for Rhinox. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it, it, it's kind of sweet. Like they think Tankor is dead and they're, they're mourning. Their right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, even though he, Tankor was an enemy, we're rem- remembering the, the memory of Rhinox. Even though Rhinox ended up getting a like metallic tank body and turned into a real fucking dick. That Rhinox was still was still a good guy when he back when he was still into smelling the flowers and whatnot. Yeah, he, he's yeah yeah. We're, we're remember we're remembering the the good times. And I mean, indeed, that's the that's the version of Rhinox I would like to remember. Not necessarily yeah. this evil version. Me too. Me too, man. Um. So yeah, they're they're holding a memorial service. Uh, Gary Primal and the the Maximals. Gary's giving a like eulogy, and they he plants like a seed or something, and then pours some of that uh, organic goop, the planet jizz or whatever it is. I don't know on, on top of it, and he's like, we we dedicate this like tree growth to the memory of our old friend. Yeah, I guess it's like, that's what I, Rhinox would have wanted, right? It is what Rhinox would have wanted. Yeah. But I still, I find this whole, like, organic goop really weird. Like. Is it, yeah, sometimes it's bad, but sometimes it's good. Like, it, it made the seeds that made them go all ape shit. Yeah. But, but now it's, and wasn't it like making things grow too much too much too much plant life to the point that like it was like fucking them up like i don't know i don't remember anyway uh, i find the the the, like plant jizz really that's what i'm just gonna call it from now on the plant that's what it is prove us otherwise (laughs) prove us wrong uh send an email to too much energon at outlook.com if you think we're wrong it's the planet's goo, right? Yeah, it's much more technical. Yeah, planet goo. So you somehow, want to be technical about it. So speaking of Rhinox, somehow uh, Tankor uh, is using a crystal ball of his own, just like Megatron used to on planet Energon. And he's spying I'm glad on that them. you noticed. <laughs> he's spying on them on an iPad, and he says something like, says something like, evil villain like and is like oh uh uh well well don't mourn too long old gary because uh i'm about to roll in and uh put my boot put my boot up your ass and then uh shotgun a beer just for just like old times yeah (laughs) so i figured like what he got guilty spark to like install cameras everywhere or something because uh perhaps I, um i i i i don't know because yeah he's pulling he's even switching as if he's switching cameras to the maximals he's switching over to yeah he just got cameras everywhere yeah i, I guess I, I mean 
it it makes more sense here on planet Megatron than it did Way on more. planet Energon. Doesn't make doesn't make sense on planet Energon, but it kind of makes sense here. Maybe this cameras, maybe he's got drones that installed them. Maybe Guilty Spark did it when they were in the caves. Yeah. But he's got his, his crystal ball now. Yeah. That's all that matters. So he's flipping back. Yeah, like you mentioned, he's flipping back and forth between Gary and the Maximals and uh, old Megatron. Old Megatron in his uh, what did we what did we call it? His uh, oh the the Mega Dome. Mega, his Mega Dome. Right, Mega Dome. Right. Yeah, his his Mega Dome. Um, and Megatron is talking to his uh his two remaining Viacon generals, and like asks them like oh like what's what's going on with uh uh, t- uh tell me about tell me about Tankor. give me the deets and thrust <laughs> thrust like comically is like is like good guy kind of dumb basically yeah, good guy but kind of dumb kind of dull or whatever he said yeah kind of thick and uh like what that. is the other what is uh Jetstorm jetty boy do yeah, I don't know. He said he talks some shit about him. Yeah, yeah, he talks some shit about him. We'll be and, better uh, off without him. Can I have his tank drones? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I have his toys? Oh yeah, um, yeah. He he's <laughs> like he's like uh, something like oh yeah he'll be he'll be sorely missed. But uh, now that he's gone, can I have his tank drones? I like this weird, like, Shatner thing that Jetstorm has going on sometimes. You know what? Have we pointed that out? No, we haven't. Because it seems so obvious in hindsight now. It's like a charismatic... What is it? It's like a Shatner plus... Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Shatner plus... Uh... Some energetic game show host or something. A, uh, Shat- a, a, drama, a drama kid. And like, you know, <laughs> university, yeah. <laughs> Shatner plus uh, Pat Sajak from Wheel of Fortune. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, the, the dude from uh, uh, Family Feud. One of the dudes from Family Feud. Yeah, one of the dudes from Family Feud. The one with the mustache. Wait sure. a second. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Um, so Megatron is like, uh, no, I mean, like, uh, tell me more about uh, the the circumstances that led to his demise. Like, what was he getting up to? So Megatron, Megatron being the smart cookie that he is, is is already kind of suspicious. A little suspicious about the way uh, 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 Tank Knox had been acting. He says, yeah, just a bit. And yeah, uh, he, what a- he is not the fool. Is this where Guilty Spark like says some damning stuff and Rhinox is like talking through him or, or like yes, feeding yes. him lines? Yes. So Guilty Spark shows up and is like, Your eminence, I have completed my scans of whatever. <laughs> um and he points out that uh Tankor had made a, although dead, had made a fascinating discovery. A fascinating discovery. Interesting that they revealed this information. You know when somebody's lying and they reveal more information than they would have if they weren't lying? Right. 
Um, it's like that whole, I actually saw this joke earlier today when someone's like, oh yeah, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, I like girls with big boobs or, and this or that. And in the 40 year old virgin, they kind of like turn to him. Oh, what are you, man? Are you an ass man or a boob man? And he's like, oh, I, I like boobs. Oh, what do you like about a man? You like a big blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, when you grab them and they're like bags of sand. Oh, right. Like sometimes talking too much about something that you don't know reveals something. He, it's which is kind of awkward, really, because it's like you can still be into, you can still, you can be a virgin and still be into boobs and butts and whatnot. Like you, yeah, you don't need to have actually had sex to be into those things. Absolutely not. Some people fap over just cartoons, just hentai. Uh, some people do, or uh pictures of uh, fan art if you will of, uh, <laughs> that's not where i'm going with this but uh, <laughs> i i found some fan art a little while ago of uh uh beast wars seasons one and two black arachnia uh embracing uh transformers uh transformers animated black arachnia and um you gotta say Wait, generally generally not one for uh for 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 fap into cartoons but uh that 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 picture you better share this with me you son of a bitch <laughs> that picture did something for me is uh is all it stirred I'm say. something inside of you it, it, it awoke in uh it, it awoke a part of me that i heretofore was unaware existed which is a really especially weird like fetish or kink waking up because Christopher Siege hates spiders. I do way, hate listeners. spiders. So it's kind of like that disgust but attraction thing. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I don't know what I get, but I get it. Yeah, so he's kind of on. I don't know why I find that your reaction funny. (laughs) Yep, I get it. Yep, I'd say no more, fam. Um, As long as you share what you found with me, Uh, then you're off the. Yeah, I'll. uh, I I I'm pretty sure I posted it in the Discord uh, months ago, but I'll 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 try and try it down again. I was like, what? I missed it. Um. Yeah, yeah so, so oh i think he accidentally let slip a line he does like, so, so rhinox ha- forgets to cut the the mic and he just starts scheming out loud no i i so what happens here is uh guilty spark um rhinox is talking through him um or he's feeding him lines and he's yeah. parroting them yeah um so Guilty Spark mentions that uh, uh, Tankor had discovered the legendary key to Vector Sigma, and he explains what it can do, which uh, if you've been following the show and following the podcast, you'll already know. But to quickly like recap, the key to Vector Sigma can turn organic matter into uh, transformer mechanical matter. Yeah, organic into that weird... Techno matter, cybernetic techno matter is techno matter, right? Yeah, that that's the word they use. Yeah, so that's what the key to vector sigma does, and 
uh, Megatron notes, he's like, huh, that's uh, weirdly ambitious for such a simple minded Viacon. Yeah, and that's what I meant about oversharing or lying or whatever. It's like, why are they even telling him this? Well, this is uh, this is uh, Tank Knox's plan. He, he there there's a he has right. there's a very calculated reason why he's sharing all this with Megatron. It's because he's trying to manipulate Megatron into helping him essentially. So he has uh, Guilty Spark uh, share uh, the details about the the key to Vector Sigma. And he's like, oh, you can use it to to destroy the Maximals and like get rid of all organic life on uh, Cybertron. And uh, I I will begin very enthusiastically. He's like, I will begin uh, outfitting all of the vehicons with it at once. And Megatron's like, hold up, motherfucker. What is this shit gonna do to my beast mode? And this. Right. Yeah, this is where uh, so uh, Guilty Spark is like, oh, uh, well, it will completely get rid of it. And this is the part where uh, Tank Knox like continues on saying like, oh, and uh, uh, you'll you'll go mad and like be completely like obliterated and whatnot. And then um, Guilty Spark starts speaking start speaking that and rhinox is like wait shut the fuck up you weren't supposed he wasn't supposed to hear that part what the fuck no that's my evil speech shut up (laughs) (laughs) and uh yes and then you'll go mad uh madly happy with uh and he like fumbles his words and megatron kind of like looks at him because like this is a bot why is he Right, like why this thing has way too much personality for a to not uh, have a spark to not have a spark. So, I like Guilty Spark. Uh, uh, the the diagnostic drone, his actual name. I I like the character of the diagnostic drone quite a bit, but it's it's it has way uh, too much personality. It has way too much the same as all the Viacon drones. Yeah, yeah, which literally don't even talk. Yeah, yeah. It, it has way too much personality to be to not have a spark, which is kind of a kind of a writing flaw, in my opinion, with this show. But that would be interesting if they revealed that he does have a spark and he's been tricked into thinking that he's just a drone. Yeah. But I'm guessing that's never addressed. No, probably not. Yeah. And I mentioned it uh early on in this series like it makes sense like the the whole purpose of this character is because you need to have megatron who spends the entire series as of thus far spends the entire series hanging out in his megadome so like you need a character like this to give him someone to talk to so he's not just monologuing all the time and they got away with him monologuing all the time in beast wars but he also had a whole base full of Predacons that he could order around as yeah, he, well. He had cronies around to to share the share scenes with. But in this so show, in the scenes where he monologued, it was funny or humorous or letting the viewer know that uh, enlightening the viewer as to Megatron's real plans. But yeah, it would just be weird if he was by himself. Yeah. So like. So yeah, so anyway, so I, I get it, but it's just uh he 
like I said, to, he he has too much personality to just be a mindless drone. Definitely agreed. Um. Uh. So. Because Megatron is skeptical of this, he's like, okay, so we're going to test this out. Let's put the, the key onto some of these drones and you and the Viacon generals go out, look for some Maximals and test it on them. Um, yeah, and uh, is this where he shows him the footage of... Tankanox dying. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Dying in quotes. Um yeah, air quotes. As dying. like proof. It was like, oh, it was too much for his internal too processes much. to handle. <laughs> <laughs> too much Sigma laser. <laughs> That's what we'll change our name to. Too much Sigma. <laughs> oh. Too much Smegma. Oh, never say that again. <laughs> D not d don't like this there's a lot of words that i don't care i don't associate with anything but like the way that word sounds is uh what's it called when like a word sounds like how it's said it's an onomatopoeia i get the way that word is said feels gross mm. too and i i don't like it i don't like it <laughs> I pretend it doesn't exist. Fair enough. That's just me, man. Um, What's uh, happening here? Yeah, oh, so yeah, they, yeah. So they, the proof of his death, and um, they, they've got, like, footage of him overheating or whatever. Megatron gets skeptical of the, the, As the he way should. The, the of the way uh guilty spark is acting and he like grabs him and he's like something seems different about you dude like you haven't been the the same and he's like well but, but but i i i assure you i am operating at peak capacity my lord your eminence your eminence please you you have to believe me I pinky swears it. Yep. I pinky and he's like, swears. Yeah. That's weird. I didn't build you with a pinky. And so obviously the gig is up, but he's pretending that he's. He, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know. Yeah, Megatron knows what's up at this yeah. point. Or he Come has on. a pretty sneaking suspicion. Or he's suspect. He's sus, yeah. Megatron's a lot of things. He's not dumb. Yeah. I, I, they they write him well. Yeah, he's he's many things. He's not dumb. So we we so yeah so uh, uh he he sends, uh he sends Guilty Spark and the Viacon generals off with a handful of drones with the key to Vector Sigma to track down the Maximals and test it on them. Um, speaking of the Maximals, we we cut to Rat Trap doing some science with some of the like yeah. planches. He's doing a science up. And uh on the yeah, he's experimenting with uh with this plant jizz and then he finds on, like, like a, a computer console, he's like breaking down the he's doing science shit. <laughs> he's doing science shit, but he he finds like an like an algorithm or something that uh makes the makes the 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 plant jizz like grow faster 
which I right. find kind of weird because it's like, okay, so why does like a like computer like shell program or whatever? Uh, and we find out spoilers, but we find out at the end of the episode that it was something oh. that it was a plant by Tank Knox. So Tank Knox had <laughs> a plant. The <laughs> unintentional pun. I, those are my favorite. And the only puns allowed. Um, <laughs> uh, I often accidentally pun and it, someone else will make a joke and I'll be like, what? And they're like, oh, you're pun about this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I definitely meant that. Yeah, I definitely yeah. meant to say that. Um, so the information that makes the plant matter, or sorry, the goo hyper-accelerate the growth of plants, um, was put in, well, what basically Tank Knox wanted them to find it. Yeah, but, but what I find bizarre is like, why, so why would like this like algorithm or like shell program or whatever that he planted on this computer, why would that influence this organic matter, this, this plant goo? Okay. So I was going to ask you about that. What's he doing on the computer hacking into the matrix? He's getting like energy signatures or something where he can affect the liquid and make it hyper accelerate. Yeah. I think he was running simulations, but I, I, I've watched this episode twice now. I, I still don't, don't know why. I don't, I don't have a clear answer. I don't think the show really. He can hack the, the planet fluid. What are we calling it? The, the plant jizz. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he can hack it. And um, oh, this is where else I had a question. So black arachnia. Uh, thinks that the vial that he has can restore the vehicons. I did I miss something? Was I like checking my phone? Because she tries to black arachnia shows up and tries to steal the canister from him. I smell a rat. <laughs> I was fully expecting him to say, and it ain't me this time. Well that that would have been a very rat trap line. But but he didn't know. So yeah, yeah black arachnia shows up and she's like um she tries to steal it and Rat Trap like doesn't let her. But she's like, I need it to save Silverbolt. And he's like, What? <laughs> Basically. And so, so how did she draw the conclusion that that will save him? Uh I Okay, so the show doesn't really explain it, but remember when Bat Boy got uh hit with the key to vector sigma and started turning into techno matter yes they cured that by uh plant bukkakiing him essentially with the the fluid the yeah. the biofluid yeah so i suspect that black arachnia is like okay so if the the plant goo can reverse the like can cure the like techno matter infection maybe it can bring out the bestial spark from within the purely mechanical viacon generals the show yeah. doesn't explain it no no that's but that's if they had just addressed it right here just 
spent five seconds being like, ah, I need to see if I can turn him back with this. Yeah, because she sounds very sure of herself that it's going to work. Yeah. So, yeah, I I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like I said, the the show doesn't explain it, but that's that that was my takeaway from it. She thinks that it's going to turn him back. Doesn't explain her leaps of logic, but what you said makes sense. Yeah. And uh, what's going on here? So she, uh, so so Rattrap, like, so she explains to Rattrap, like, that she wants to do this and that she is completely sure of the fact that uh, Silverbolt Spark is within Thrust. And Rattrap's like, man. And the okay. fluid will reawaken him. Yeah. And uh, Rattrap goes along with it. Which is. Good I get for it. For him, there's a yeah. lot of Rattrap development in beast machines i'd argue actually a lot more than in beast wars yeah yeah no no i i I like his relationship with the others i think the mvps of this show have been rat trap and cheetor so far but the others, um, de- the others still have good character development. Oh, that—that's not to say that the other characters in the show yeah. are bad. Other than you know, Bat Boy, whom I don't particularly like. He had like an arc that was like one episode, and he like one eighty'd his opinion. Some just he found a bat skeleton, and he's like, "My God!" <laughs> he what, went from being, "What have I become?" Yeah, and he went from being like, "I'm an independent like." strong boy i don't need no one to i need to be a team player from now on that was artificial that felt bad but the others all have very um genuine feeling character progression arcs yeah totally so far yeah but yeah i think cheetor and rat trap change the most and take the cake mm-hmm. so okay. yeah so so yeah so he agrees to like hand over the vial and um what he or or actually we'll we'll get there in a minute because um it's explained in not too too long like what he like why he's running these simulations because he's essentially like make planning to make plant grenades (laughs) i it's basically what they are plant grenades yeah well we'll we'll get there in a minute oh right right so the plant uh grenades. Yeah, plant grenades. I can't wait. So yeah, uh, we cut to the uh two remaining Vehicon generals and um what's the actual guilty sparks name? Sentinel. The the, the diagnostic drone. Diag- that's that doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> diagnostic drone. And for some reason he's been he, why is he with them? Well like he's well, been going out more lately, and it's like Dude, you're just a little floaty drone. Well, uh, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, Megatron sent him and the the generals and a handful of Viacom drones equipped with the key to Vector Sigma to track down the Maximals and test it on them. And he sent... See what the results are, yeah. He sent Guilty Spark because Guilty Spark is the only one who knows anything about this. Right. He's the one who brought the information to Megatron. Although, 
conceivably in the kind of world where you can just like upload and download information, he could just take that in, download everything Guilty Spark knows and upload it into like, say, Thrust or... See, that's what I was wondering. He's a drone and he was reprogrammed by Tank Knox, as we saw in the previous episode. Yep. So if you can reprogram them, it, can you just treat it like a computer and just like transfer the, the memory of this thing into Thrust or Jetstorm? Yep. What's this? Encrypted code. Who <laughs> did that? And a or, filthy organic. <laughs> or there's a bigger game that Megatron's playing here. Yes. Um, mm. Spoilers, there, there definitely is. Okay. <laughs> And I, I think he's also like he, he's on to Guilty Spark at this point, and like I think he's just testing him, to yeah, see, to see what he does. That's, and that's very Megatron like. It is, yeah. So what happens? Um, they find Black Arachnia, right? Uh, I, or they're they're searching for Maximals. They're they're searching for Maximals, and um, so Jetstorm is like complaining that uh they need to keep looking and guilty spark is like is like oh but there i'm sure there's a maximal signature very nearby and Jetstorm's like well where is it then buddy and why am i not detecting it and then his internal computer is like maximal energy signature detected and guilty spark very comically is like wait what because he was just bullshitting yeah. Yeah. yeah he's bullshitting i, I actually so, liked some of the writing in this episode so he's like what uh, uh but that's just one we, we we should go try it on like a bunch of them we don't want to chase this one right and he's trying to like pull them away from chasing after black arachnia yeah um and here is where i'm not entirely sure what uh what his plan is <laughs> yeah, it was like, why does he not want them? I, <laughs> I didn't know. I don't I, know what his plan was. I, I think what Rhinox wants is, well, for one, like Megatron was concerned about like what the, the key to Vector Sigma would do to his beast mode. So right. I think Rhinox... And so, like, if they go and use it on, say, Black Arachnia, we're going to find out that it, like, completely fries her. Right. And Rhinox is trying to manipulate things into a way where they just, like, unleash it on the entire planet all in one fell swoop. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that's what I suspect may- is going on. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. I get it. He doesn't want the Maximals destroyed right now. Not one Maximal in particular, no, because he just wants to, like, wipe out everyone all at once. Because if Megatron sees that this, like, completely, like, destroys, like, their spark, because that's the thing that he's worried about, is, like, this is going to, What will to, happen like, to his beast mode? What, what will happen to his beast mode and his spark? So, and Megatron won't go along with continuing to use the key to Vector Sigma if he if they use it on one Maximal and find out that it just, like, completely, like, obliterates them. Uh, and, like, turns them into a vegetable or something. Because, yeah. like it or not, he has a beast mode, too. Yeah. 
So try, try as he might, he can't seem to get rid of it. Yeah. And uh, we turn back to the 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 rat trap, and he discovered something in the in the code. Yeah. Um. The code of like what? I don't know what this code's from. Oh, the key, the Sigma keys or something. Well, it, it's the the code that uh, uh, tank tank we find out tank Knox uh, planted. But planted in what? What's he analyzing there again? Uh, he the fluid. I, yeah, he the the show isn't really clear about what he's there's doing information exactly. that's planted somewhere and. Rat Trap finds it and he's like, hang on. And basically accelerated it, growth it, properties. It accelerates the 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 biomatter. Well, and that's and that was something that I took issue with earlier was like, so what does computer code, how does that influence or purely organic matter? This isn't technorganic matter. This is purely like bio goop. <sighs> Or is it? I. <laughs> it is. No, it is. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> so uh, he so Rat he trap take... hacks the. There's a watering system that we didn't mention. There's a sprinkler system that the Maximal set up to grow their vines. Sure. Yeah, they're 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 doing some crops and doing some yeah. farming and they're playing Minecraft and. Uh, <laughs> rat trap hacks into the machine that's the well yeah it's a well and applies he's not this... hacking it he's just interfacing with it no sorry that's what he does with his tail he interfaces with the machine and presumably introduces this code a wave an energy like electron yeah, signature he... something like that yeah yeah he's uh introducing this code into the like uh like watering plant watering system that's distributing this like the the plant jizz and indeed it explodes everywhere and we find out that rat trap has a um uh a, that a windshield wiper a windshield wiper shield. just yeah. to to wipe stuff off and i'm like ha huh, that's cute and uh and vines yeah, start growing everywhere. everywhere like going like growing bloody murder like just oh they even grab him yeah and he's like hey talk about the hand biting the hand that waters you or something like that <laughs> something some stupid line like that and, and they, uh, the other maximals show up and i am transformed and we enter a comics zone like battle where they fight plants there's nothing more to say. <laughs> they use all their powers including um night scream sonic blast and i'm like why would that do anything against the plants? It makes sense against machines. It makes sense against creatures that can hear. Plants wouldn't give a shit. They wouldn't shatter because you sonic blasted them. Whatever. <laughs> uh, kinetic force. Yeah, let's let's go with that. It rips the them apart. And yeah, they fight the plants and they free rat trap. Yeah, and he puts something on his tail when he lands, and he says a recalibrated pulse might be able to neutralize the growth, the chemical reaction. So there's a chemical reaction that he introduced by shocking them or whatever. And shocking when he adds this little, yeah, when he adds this little module, like he very quickly realizes, hey, wait a second. He touches the the the, the fluid 
and it resonates all throughout the plants and they stop growing. Yeah. So he has the power to give and take life now, I, I guess, with his tail. Um, we, we briefly cut back to, uh, to the Viacons, like actually discovering where Black Arachnia is and then the very brief scene. And then we, we cut back to the, the Maximals talking about what just happened. And, uh, once again, Gary Primal and, uh, Cheetor are, have different ideas about what they want to do. So Rat Trap, they, they fill gary in on the fact that black arachne is gone and rat traps like yeah that's my fault uh like i i gave her some of the the planches because she wants needed it because she thinks uh thrust is silverbolt and uh uh cheetor is like uh, we should use some of these new plant bombs that rat trap has developed right the rat and, trap is, uh, has developed these like plant grenades that like when they throw them they explode and like envelop they grow and they, they get you <laughs> they grow and they get you that's a it's a good way to put it and, and uh <coughs> and uh gary is like no excuse me uh, this isn't the way that uh the oracle wants uh uh plant life on cybertron used and cheetor is like who fucking cares this gives us an advantage and, and he's like yeah now he's coming down and he's like you shouldn't have given that vial to black arachnia you guys need to stay here you guys need to stop being little shits i'm gonna go and get black arachnia yeah and fix this mess yeah go clean up and this I'm, mess for what for the first time in a long time i'm with him there's too many factors going on at once here like why did they let her go alone it it's it's too much it's too much man <laughs> and yeah i'm with him on that like hey, calm down we're just messing with the, the goo now let's not like immediately jump to conclusions and and go nuts and indeed we see that when they inevitably don't listen to him Shit goes bad. Shit goes bad. Um, so, uh, the the Viacons capture Black Arachnia briefly, right. but then she she flees and she gets cornered. And she purposefully, yeah. She she um, cyber venoms jet jet storm. Um, so this does exactly what she thought it would do. <laughs> exactly. And immediately, exactly, with no evidence supporting that it would. She's like, Silverbolt, is that you? I was so shocked, bro. I'm not I, even kidding. I start uh, I I remembered who uh, uh Thrust actually was, Just but I, <laughs> I still like kind of clapped and laughed. No doggy bot in here. <laughs> it's your one and only favorite Raspinator. Uh, and, and wow immediately immediately she's just like i've done all of this shit for you like literally great acting on that voice actress behalf yeah. and the animators it's it's just like a girl that like made out with someone in the dark that thought that was their boyfriend and it's like the grossest kid in class and it turns out it's their cousin or something yeah and she's like <laughs> in disbelief that she spent so much time and energy on this 
uh, on fucking Waspinator. And, and she's like, like and she's Waspinator's like, like, so we're not going steady. <laughs> so she she asks him, she's like, dude, how how the fuck we left you back on planet Energon? How are you like, how are you here? The explanation is dumb, but still quite funny. So fucking funny. Uh, so we we get like a flashback through his eyes. His eyes have gone all um, uh, wasp, like uh, honeycomb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, uh, insect eyes are called. The the pattern is a honeycomb pattern. Um. So. And uh, we 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 get a like flashback showing compound eyes. Oh, com. There you go. Compound eyes. Yeah. Today I learned. So we 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 get a visual flashback uh, of what happened with Waspinator narrating <laughs> his take on it and his, his take, take the unreliable narrator that he is. So it's doubly humorous because the, what he's telling. Black Arachne is not what we're seeing because we get to see it. Yeah. So so what he what he tells her basically is like, oh, Wasbinator was loved on planet Energon, and the early humans worshipped me. But Wasbinator got bored and missed Cybertron and decided to come home. Humans not want me Waspinator to go, but Waspinator left anyway. And we see that they revolted against him. Basically, like, he accidentally, he was like bored and flicking rocks. And it, we get a summary of it, but basically he did something enough of things to piss them off that they chased him out. They, they chased him away and literally like launched him into the sky on a catapult. On a, uh, a palm tree that they bend back, like a cartoon. Yeah. Oh, that, that, <laughs> and that, I thought they... they launched him. Yeah. Like, and so... The... I thought they launched him into space. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the implication there. And also the implication because Waspinator is like, it took a really long time, but Waspinator made it. He fucking flew back to Cybertron. I, and okay. into the future, apparently. Well, and a presumably really long I, time was he just flying through space? For four million years. <laughs> is that the implication? <laughs> Until the timeline matched. The implication was that he was by himself drifting just, in the direction of Cybertron for four million years. Yeah, just right? in because beast no other just temporal... in beast mode, like flapping his wasp. Even though there's no Thanks. fucking air. Ooh, time for a thousand year nap again. <laughs> so fucking dumb, but it's so cannon, funny. Canon waspinator's four million years old. I guess. <laughs> Um, or he found another way? I No, I, I think he just flew in space back to Cybertron for four million years. Or the proto-humans calculated where Cybertron was with their advanced <laughs> astronomy tools and launched him. I... Oh, Mind blown. I don't even uh, need an answer to that. It's it's just dumb and funny. It took um, forever, but way worth it. I, I now, will say, Waspinator have girlfriend. <laughs> I, I will say, I, I've been thoroughly enjoying Beast Machines thus far. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I appreciate this levity. 
right? That this uh, it that, needs it. That that this uh, the, the levity that this brings to the show because there's been the, so little of it. There, there's been so little of it. So the fact that Waspinator flew through fucking space for four million years. I never even thought about that. I assumed that he, he yada yada it, but he was like, oh, it took a long time, but I'm here. <laughs> he found another wormhole or a ship or something, but there were none. No, he, no, he, he just flew I, I, for four million I years. guess so. <laughs> it yeah, makes sense because there's no there's nothing for him to fly again whatever hey that didn't stop starscream's immortal spark from sailing through space well that was kind of like he was attracted to planet and whatever yeah he life uh finds a way <laughs> life finds a way and now waspinator have girlfriend <laughs> uh, and um what does he say he's like now waspinator cool motorcycle bot Gr- and gr- girls dig the cool loner type oh sorry I, uh brooding I, loner type i think he says chick bots oh chick bots yeah wow Ch- chick bots chick bots dig the brooding loner bot oh fuck I, I, I love the dialogue, 10 out of 10 writing for both of them, for Black Arachne and Waspinator there. And she's just in utter disbelief that she's gone through all of this just to wake up fucking Waspinator. And Waspinator's not bad. No. Right? Like, he was just a soldier, as we fa- found out. Like, he... They never really despised Waspinator. And I... I and uh, we, we mentioned this uh, when we covered the... Um... Uh, the the series finale of Beast Wars, but I love the fact that Waspinator eventually was just like, was just like, oh, no, fuck you, Megatron, Waspinator's sick of being evil. <laughs> yeah, canon. <laughs> yeah, he just got fed up with being a bad guy. On crit, yeah, he was done with it, yeah. yeah. His heart wasn't in it. <laughs> yeah. You mean I risked everything to save this? <laughs> yeah. Oh God! That means Spiderbot not go steady with Waspinator. <laughs> and, she and then screams, uh, no, a Jetstorm's here, baby. A Jetstorm is here, back in frame. If you remember, like four episodes of Too Much Energon ago, I I was like, wouldn't it make more sense that Silver Bolt is? Jetstorm. Well, right, yeah. No, I spoilers like I, for ten seconds from now. Uh, yeah, Jetstorm like, is Silverbolt. Yeah, uh, like I said, uh, uh, ages ago, like several episodes ago. Now, like I, I remembered who all of the Viacon generals right. were. So, like I, I remembered that uh, uh, Jetstorm was Silverbolt and Thrust was Waspinator. So and... something weird happens. Jetstorm's like, here's Jetstorm, and he crashes through a window that happens to be there for some reason, and it spooks or startles. Or dramatic or effect. Something, but Black Arachnia, who I thought only had one vial, has another because <laughs> she only got one vial from Rat Trap, and it flies through the air and, of course, lands on Jetstorm. Yeah, And he and, kind of, uh, like, groans and 
flips up in the air and does a bunch of like pirouettes. Yeah, and, and then uh, it plays his doggy theme song. Doggy bots back, at least temporarily. Oh, dark poison of my heart, speak to me, my love. And she's like, "Yeah, only one transformer could say word, say things like that with a straight face." Only one, yeah, only one transformer could say something as cheesy as that and pull, pull it off with a straight face. Ah, uh, yeah. That's the line. That corny or something. Yeah. Yeah. It is I, my love. And uh, it zooms into his eyes and it, it shows Silverbolt's face. Um, we, so there we, we go. We know who all the Viacon generals are now. We, we cut back to the Maximals down in their uh, their cave or whatever. The Maximal cave. And they're cleaning up all the broken veggie veggie bites vegemites vegemites <laughs> all the broken vegemite yeah it's disgusting i've never like, had it um, I, ha- I don't know if i just had bad vegemite or i don't understand the experience but i had some from an australian co-worker on like fancy crackers that we had at the hotel he assured me that it, it was good you just need to find something good to spread it on well, man, I don't know. It, it it didn't. It wasn't edible. <laughs> you you need to find a uh, man in Brussels, six foot four and head full of muscles, and uh, ask him if he speaks your language, and wait nope. until he smiles. He just, gi- he just and gives you and gives you a Vegemite sandwich, and he said, "I come from a land down under." Do 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 do. Where women glow and men chunder. Men chunder. Can you hear hear, hear hear the thunder? thunder? (laughs) You better run. You better take cover. cover. And then we did. I know what the song of the week is. You better run. You better do the maximum (laughs) maneuver. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. The video game I'm playing right now, they just did the maximal maneuver and i'm like no fucking way and then later in the game what what i'm playing uh house of ashes oh i'm not familiar with it uh you know the dark uh pictures anthology man oh right right yeah yeah, the newest one just came out the newest one i've still only played the first one it is nine out of ten it is shockingly good man it is worth full full price and i did not say that about the other ones the other ones are fun, like couch games. Oh, you're you're playing this character. Oh, you're playing this character, and you pass the controller and see who lives, right? And it's like an evening. You can beat it. Or an after. Like, you know, like... Yeah, I played that first one. It's like, it's like three, three or so hours. So if you're spending time with friends in two hangout sessions, you could get to the end and see who lives and pass the controller around, right? You can even assign the names to the different characters because they'll be like, oh, it's... Steve's turn or whatever, right? They're fun. Uh, this one, oh man, um, I'm not gonna say anything except that it it might be up your alley. All right, it, it is. It is one of the best games I've played in the last two years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep. Maybe I I'll, am uh, thoroughly maybe happy. Maybe I'll pick it up on payday. I've been playing, uh, and you. Anyone who follows me on Twitter will probably be seeing 
Oh. That I've been uploading screenshots and videos from Metal Gear Solid to Sons of Liberty lately. Um, I discovered recently that the 20th anniversary is uh, November 13th. And Metal Gear Solid 2 is my favorite Metal Gear game. 20th anniversary of Metal Gear Solid 2? Yeah, it came out November 13th, 2001. And I'm like... No! And I'm like... I'm like, okay, this is, uh, uh, this is, well, I, at the time of recording, this is early November of 2021. So I'm like, you know what? This is, I haven't replayed, I've literally played through Metal Gear Solid 2 like 40 times in my life. That's no exaggeration. Uh, you know, all the, the secrets and the quickest path thing and the, generally, although I, I haven't played through it in probably like a decade and what i've noticed is i have forgotten a lot of things but then like Can things will just bullets in half things will just like pop pop all of a sudden where i'll be like kind of stumped and like something will pop into my head i'm like oh that right that's what i need to do um by the way anyone listening that's like oh my god they're talking about metal gear solid again metal gear solid 2 uh S- sons of liberty it is the most bananas. You know what is easily fu- the most bananas. You know what is right? fucking yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a very polarizing installment of the series because uh the story is bananas. The story is very convoluted. It has a lot of layers to it. There's a lot going on in that game. And the, the reveal of the kernel. No, you know what is fucking brilliant about that game? And uh, I, I won't hang on this too long. We'll get back to Beast Machines soon. But what is really fucking brilliant about that game is Hideo Kojima, the creator. Uh, Metal Gear Solid was, it's technically the third installment and uh, in the Metal Gear franchise. And it treats the previous two of the 8-bit games as canon. Like they directly reference stuff that happens Man. in those games in Metal Gear Solid. But Metal Gear Solid was a big, like, international runaway success. Um, Kojima was wrestling with how to write a sequel to a game and balancing, like, how can I create something new while still giving fans what they want, what they enjoyed out of the first game. So he got, like, super fucking meta about it. And what he did was he wrote a game that is a sequel that quite literally has the protagonist of the game playing a like slightly different like simulate like simulated retelling of what happened in the previous game that Riot. is that is fucking brilliant right right there there it's it's extremely meta and i even when i first played metal gear solid 2 20 years ago like i i loved how just bananas and meta and complex it was and just how many layers there there are to what's going on in that game um and it's it i'm still wowed by it even 20 years later i need to give it a run I oh man I I just remember the the the, the big reveal and 
um man fuck it if, if it's 20 years old i can spoil whatever i want um yeah when <laughs> as we're talking about actually a show from part 22 years ago uh the the colonel like is revealed that you know it's not the colonel and when it gets so crazy it's a part of the the patriots ai uh gw that's what it is right and that it's a part of this global conglomerate ai that learns what people want anybody listening go listen to that rant it feels like the writing for that was this year Oh yeah, yeah. No, they they straight up uh GW starts talking about like media manipulation and like uh altering public opinion and whatnot. Yeah, to in, in certain cultures in certain countries to sway opinion and votes and culture and shit like that. And I'm like that like, teenager that, me couldn't com- comprehend that, but adult me, sometimes I'll just go listen to that speech but the conversation between with the big reveal and, and uh snake. And See, I'm like, I, like, I definitely got it uh, 20 years ago, but to me, it was just like, Oh, this is, you know, this is just like, this is a like sci-fi premise. Yeah. But now it's like, I'm like, no, man, this is, this is what's happening. <laughs> like does, does Hideo, did Hideo Kojima have a crystal ball of his own? Like, it's it's scary listening to it because you're like this is this is what's happening yeah yeah totally and it's being proven that russian hackers were manipulating twitter and facebook and all this stuff oh it's been, opinions, it was proven years information ago. years ago blah 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 on this huge campaign to disrupt all the riots you Fa- mean those are by accident they Face- post far left stuff and far right stuff to get the country to mash its fucking head together and go fucking nuts and it's working (laughs) facebook's like ai like algorithm like like intentionally like feeding like differing like very differing opposing like uh extremist opinions extremist opinions to different people and like just feeding it like it's uh metal gear solid 2 that 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 game like Metal Gear fans are always like, oh yeah, Metal Gear Solid Three. Metal Gear Solid Three, like, it's a really good game. Metal Gear Solid Three has an extremely straightforward story. Hey man, sometimes you want to, you know, fight the pain and <laughs> shoot them into a bunch of bees. Sometimes you want to get hit by a wheelchair. Sometimes you want to eat a snake. Sometimes you want to eat a tree and eat durian. I understand that. That's fun. Sometimes you're still in a dream <laughs> or a simulation. I yeah. Anyway, I I yeah, I I Metal Gear Solid 2 has always been my favorite installment of the sequels anyway. Well, it's my favorite installment overall, but out of, out, out of all the the MGS sequels, it's always been my favorite um and that I think people should go back go back to it and i want with, I, with 20 yeah. with 2021 eyes go back and with 2021 vision <laughs> with 2021 vision and just see how brilliant and ahead of its time that game was i will plus it's just fun it's wacky and fun 
there there was a bit where um there's a bit in the game one chick's name fortune fortune yeah and the vampire's name is vamp it's just vamp yeah it's just vamp yeah (laughs) Yeah. there's magic and vampires in metal gear solid by the way it's nano machines MGS4 explains everything uh, wacky and supernatural that happens as nano as nano machines. Yep, that's just how it works. So I I, I was playing um, so I was playing MGS2 the other day, and I swear I'll move on after I I, I mention this, but just it's it's quite funny. So I was playing Metal Gear Solid 2 the other day, and uh, uh, like someone comes into the room, and I'm at there, there's a bit in the game where playing as the the protagonist of the game, Raiden, you have to disguise yourself as a enemy soldier and go and basically like you have to try and find one particular. They have like thirty hostages, and you have to find out which one is actually like a CIA dude. And you have a sound. Yeah, you have a directional yeah. microphone, so you can listen to his pacemaker. Um, so when you actually like find him. And start talking to him. A, a cutscene uh, uh, ensues, and he's like, "Oh well, how did you find? Me? Like, how did you? How did you know about me?" Uh, and uh, someone came into the room when this uh, cutscene came up, and Ryden's response was, and he delivers it perfectly straight. An informant calling himself Mister X told me, or. I was told by an informant calling himself Mr. X dressed like a ninja. <laughs> the line is con- delivered completely straight. And like the person who came into the room just started laughing and like, it actually like made me like take a step back to realize like, how fucking bananas the game and, is. And, and realize just how like completely like out, like taking that, like that, that is fucking insanity. <laughs> <laughs> but when because he, like I was ingrained in the story, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, an informant calling himself Mr. X. He's dressed like a ninja. He like flipping around and whatnot. But like taking a step back, I'm like, yes, that line that that is absurd. <laughs> when you first meet him, he's like, oh, I'm great. Uh, how does it work? He goes by three names, and he's like, no, call me Deep Throat. And Raiden's like, Deep Throat, and he's like, hmm. How about just X? <laughs> yeah, no, so, so, so what he says is, uh, is uh, uh, Ryden's like, who are you? And he's like, just call me Deep Throat. He's like, yeah. Deep Throat? From Shadow Moses? Mr. X, then. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> From Shadow Moses? Mr. X, then. There's like a slight pause. He's just like, Mr. X. Then. I haven't played it in forever, but I remembered that. Vaguely. Mr. Game. X then. The game is brilliant. Anyway, so so what's going on in this episode? Let's start. Uh, Beast machines. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's start wrapping up. They clean let's up start the shit. This up. Um, they realize that they're following Cheetor's lead, and Cheetor's like, you know what? Fuck Gary Primal. Unleash Let, the goo. <laughs> unleash the goo. Um, apologies. I just realized I got kind of ahead of myself. The growth grenades are the next episode. Oh, yeah. I kept wondering. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And I didn't oh, care. I'm I, like, okay, they're coming. Yeah. 
So apologies to to you and anyone listening. They look to like this. grenades in this episode, though. Yeah, they, because they, she throws they, them and they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the plant grenades are next episode, but um, so they come like sailing in to save Black Arachnia on this like terrifyingly like fl- like this is vine this is weird and there's a shot when they after they pick her up when the vine is like like carrying them away that looks like a fucking warp tunnel from star trek and i'm like is this thing traveling at warp speed like what i really like that black arachnia stopped uh waspinator and silverbolt from fighting oh yeah 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 she's like fight over me later boys yeah and Wasp, like I said, Waspinator wasn't really bad. So I'm kind of glad it's Waspinator. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, who else would it great. be? Tiger uh, Hawk. <laughs> oh, thank God that they're dead. I like how we had on our special uh, uh, t- TME number 57. Uh, yeah, it was 57, um, our anniversary episode um i the kill mary fuck uh i killed tiger hawk but tiger hawk dies anyway in the show that's how much i (laughs) dislike them that i need to bring them back to life to kill them again yeah wow they uh animated i was they really gave uh black arachnia some hips and some thighs didn't they they did okay with that the um so they're they're like sailing away on this like big uh, big vine and a bunch of vehicle drones show up. The vine is crazy. It, it is crazy. the The Viacon drones show up, all wielding Are keys they... to Vector Sigma, and they just like shoot the vine, and the vine starts like going like turning to like all techno. Is Rat Trap steering the vine? It, I would yes. say yes. Right? Yes. Somehow, I don't know how, but he is the one. <laughs> uh, and yet they say black arachnia yeah yeah and uh so the, the, the turns tech tech up yeah so the the vehicon drones all use the the their various keys to vector sigma and the to, vine starts turning blue yeah it's it starts being converted to techno matter and it's spreading down the vines and they're like oh shit if it completely like spread like it this can spread to cybertron's organic core we got to do something i find that interesting it doesn't just change uh what they shoot it changes everything that's connected to well we we found out in the last episode that it's weirdly like contagious because remember like whenever black arachnia, touching black right. arachnia got quote unquote infected so the by more, touching night scream right which the i found more of the Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So if they were shot by this, all that would happen is they would turn kind of like feral for a while. They they turn feral and then go insane and die because yeah. because they, but they wouldn't die right away from getting shot with the Sigma lasers. No. Okay. Um, so the more plant life that engulfs the the planet, the tower the more the more dangerous it is that the whole organic plant structure would get infected well 
Uh, See, if it's spread, like if it spreads throughout the entire, and what it's doing here is it's spreading down the down the vine. Where it came from, from the where, where the it came from, well, where they and, were gardening. And what they're concerned about is that it's going to spread like right down to the planet's organic core and completely like destroy all hopes of restoring organic life right. to, to planet Megatron. And then we find out that Cheetor can fly or glide with his blades in front of him. Like, wings. yeah, w- one of our listeners pointed that out on a uh, in the uh, comments of a recent episode of this show. Good. Good. eye. They did that, like Cheetor can glide. Yeah, Fuck, wild. Yeah, and they uh, fly. Shout out to that guy. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, good, good eye. I just noticed it now. It's probably past episodes where he's gliding around, and um, so Gary Primal's Primal there, and he's like, like Cheetor, my boy, <laughs> because they're not there, and uh, they come back, and they're like, oh man, there's an Optimus face here, where the camera zooms in, and he's like. Oh, oh, I know. I was probably going to make that the the art for this episode. <laughs> With his blue tongue. Um, and basically they're like, no, and it's up to Primal and he starts going ape shit on the vines, ripping them off so that it disconnects the techno parts from the, the core. He's trying to save the, the planet. Um, and and uh, what I thought was going to happen is he was going to become infected. I thought that too. And it makes you believe it. And Cheetor is like, no, Optimus, you can't. It'll infect you. And the way the camera angle is, and it leads to the blue, it makes you think that he is. And that just shows him standing there. Yeah. Like a boss. And he's like, no problem. And he single-handedly, like, defeated, like, the beanstalk. (laughs) That's why I'm in charge, cat boy. Don't you forget (laughs) it, bitch. And he's like, you kids, you you all did bad. Black yeah. Arachnia, you, you know what you did. You went to go blah, 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 convert the enemy, blah, 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 on your own. Rat trap, you disobeyed a direct order, and you helped Black Arachnia and didn't say anything about her leaving. Cheetor, I t- left you in charge, and you, like, grew Jack in the giant beanstalk. Yeah. You're all grounded. Get the fuck uh, out of here. Go to your caves. Yeah, go to your caves. No, no, uh, no PlayStation for you for no. for the next week. And it's been established that the um, the Maximals have a PlayStation, and the Predacons had an Xbox. The, the Predacons had an N sixty four. The 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 Maximals have a PlayStation. Oh, PlayStation One, right? Yep. Uh, so then we we cut back to uh, Megatron and Guilty Spark. And uh, Megatron is like, yes, I, it, it seems I underestimated these organics. Diagnostic drone, fit the key to Vector Sigma onto every vehicon and go hog wild. And uh, Guilty Spark, like, uh, with Tank Knox talking through him, is like, Sir, might I suggest that uh, you only affix the keys to Vector Sigma onto your tank drones, which you have direct 
and 100% control over, lest your two remaining Viacon drones become ambitious and decide to betray you. Mm. And Megatron's like, hmm, excellent point. Let it be done. Yes. And then so we. I love your guilty spark, like fucking hoity toity British accent. <laughs> And then we we cut uh back we we cut to uh to Tank Knox like monologuing to himself as he's looking at the key to Vector Sigma and he's just like, "Well, Megatron took the bait. Looks like I've got a whole tank army uh fixed with uh plenty of keys just in case I lose mine." Woo! My pawns are poised to destroy one another. Just got to crack open a beer, sit back and watch the fireworks. And it shows a little 3D like vector image of Megatron and yeah, uh, yeah. Gary Primal like spinning and facing each other. And I'm like, you didn't do anything this episode. I, oh, I guess he did. He introduced the Sigma keys. And uh, just in case I happen to lose my key I got here to my uh, Ford F-150, well, I got a whole army of tank drones now to... Uh, to, to drive me home. And I can shoot that Megatron guy with these anytime I want. So it's time to hide in the shadows and Assassin's Creed, these bitches. <laughs> uh, and indeed, he seems... Might need to wants... get out the whiskey for this one. Yeah, so I, I like that. I like that. That's... Yeah, he, he's manipulating. There's shit. a shadow... There's... A shadow Which is broker, usually Megatron's like deal, like things aren't as they seem, right? Yeah. And uh, so, curious, curious. I like it. So uh, that's the end of the episode. Um. Well, here on Too Much Energon, we write episodes of Beast Wars, Beast Machines, even. Beast Wars Japanese anime movies, and even Beast Wars comic books on the Too Much Energon scale, which ranges from not enough Energon to a sufficient amount of Energon to Too Much Energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Yeah. NeoCal, what are you rating episode 12 of Beast Machines, The Catalyst? There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. What propels it is one thing. What propels it from a sufficient amount of energon to too much energon is the scene with Silverbolt and Waspinator, and Waspinator and Black Arachnia. And she could have just been like a side character in that, but like her reactions to everything is she's she's become a very good character, and that. All the dialogue, the writing. Oh, most venomous of in the your venom infects my heart. Great blah blah blah. Where like silver bolts, like compliments are kind of like spider based. Or <laughs> chickbot not go steady with waspinator. And like the idea <laughs> of like a waspinator thinking there's a love triangle when there isn't. Oh, I don't know if we. Yeah, we yachted, yachted over it. The Sigma blasts from the drones turned um, Waspinator back to thrust 
and Silverbolt back to Jetstorm. Right. I, oh, I thought, it and just, they don't seem to remember. I thought it just wore off, but oh, they, they were shot. Right. They were yeah, shot yeah. by the lasers and fell to the ground, and then like the goo kind of like receded and went away, and they woke up, and they didn't have their memory. But that scene, that scene made it too much energon to me. Otherwise, there's just a lot happening, and it's wacky, and it doesn't explain it, and they're, they're riding a vine. I, <laughs> but like that scene. Everything about you. it. Everything about that. I wish the whole episode was that. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, listeners, I, uh, I I have a bit of a confession to make. I kind of cheated on the podcast a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, we, we typically watch these one at a time or uh, sometimes two, a, two or three at a time, depending on what we're reviewing the week. Uh, I watched this episode a couple of weeks ago for the first time and got so compelled that I ended up binging... Uh, finishing season one and then the end of season one I was like fuck it I need to see more and I ended up watching all the way to I think like episode five of season two so um and this was the the one that I could that, see that yeah yeah right? I so I I want to keep watching yeah yeah it's I was became very compelled uh from this episode and yeah the the whole bit with waspinator and silverbolt and yeah, it's uh, yeah, too much energon for me. Oh, there, we, there we go. I wasn't sure how you'd feel about this one. And no, again, I, I, I dug it when I was a kid. The vine I, shit's weird, but when I was a kid, I didn't like Silverbolt. And then when I was an adult, I was like, oh, Silverbolt's so tiresome. But now that I realize, that I Silver still Bolt, don't. That Silverbolt is supposed to be a joke. He like he's grown on me, <laughs> doing like hosting too much energon with you. I'm like. You know what? Fuck it. I I like him. So characters that I didn't like, I I ended up they ended up growing on me. Or characters that I thought were just kind of boring, I started appreciating more. Uh, that's me with Rhinox. Rhinox, um, Scorp Scorpionok was just a meh. Predacon when I was a kid. Sometimes he invented things, but like watch rewatching <laughs> it with you. Maybe it's just because of the voices. I don't know. But um, I was like, man, I. I'm liking all these characters. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, still didn't you, get the Cheetor and Black Arachnia love arc, though. That was kind of just dropped in season three. It was introduced for a few episodes and then kind of just dropped like, like a bag of hammers. No, no, we need another filler episode with Rampage and Depth Charge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Forever salty. Anyways, that's season our... one of Beast Wars. Still best Beast Wars. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Prove me wrong. At me on Twitter. Fight at, us. At too much energon. Word uh, duel us. Uh, anyway, that's been episode 63 of Too Much Energon. Uh, best way to support the show is go to Patreon. Patreon.com slash lasercomb. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Starting at the $5 and up tier, you get uh, hours every week of preamble audio where we kind of shoot the shit just before we actually start. Share doing. way too much. <laughs> yeah, talk about life, the universe, and everything uh, before we start doing the shows proper. Uh, you also get uh, if you're uh, if you also get our monthly uh, too much energy on spinoff show, too much Galavar. 
where we talk about the uh, monthly 2021 IDW Beast Wars ongoing comic book, one issue at a time. Spoilers, it's good. Out, yeah, it's, like it. we like it. It's uh, it we, it's definitely we, improved. We oh, what's the term? Uh, pull it. Uh, rake. We rake it over the coals on our yeah. first review, but it quickly gets good. <laughs> it, it yeah, it, it gets a lot better, and you also get a our uh, our monthly commentary track where we watch a movie and talk about it. Uh, there's a few episodes of that out now, so uh, go check that out. There's also a $10 tier, which gets you our weekly uh, news and current events show, Lasercomb Tonight. It also grants you the ability on our for our other podcast, the Lasercomb Podcast, where we uh, watch a random episode of a classic TV show. Uh, it gives you the ability to pick a show for us to watch. And it can be anything. For better or worse uh sometimes it's been better sometimes it's been worse so uh and the, there's a 25 dollars tier as well which gets you all of that plus a t-shirt so patreon.com slash laser comb uh go to facebook.com slash too much energon for the uh social media hub of this show or facebook.com slash laser comb which is the central hub of all of the shows that we do and you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Lasercomb, or you can follow the show proper on Twitter at Too Much Energon. Cal, you have Twitter as well, yes? Oh, yes. If you want. Um, you know what's weird? My Twitter was mostly wholesome all the way up until I started drawing thick hexadecimal. <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck, am I making my profile 18 plus? So it's like pictures of like flowers, um, wholesome memes or whatever. And then just like fully like fetish, like fishnets, stockings, gigantic bosomy, like hexadecimal from the TV show reboot. Uh, and I, y- you draw what you like, right? And so I made my profile 18 plus and if you like wholesome memes and uh, I guess I'm good. Black Arachnia might be next. I'm a terrible artist, but. Well, uh, I'm enjoying I, it. <laughs> I, I mentioned a, uh, a fap worthy uh, uh, picture of two versions of Black Arachnia. If I can find it, I, I will tweet it out on the, uh, the main too much energon. Please, please account. do. <laughs> uh, I don't know who the artist is, unfortunately, so I can't credit them. I might be I able will... to track them down through reverse image searching. If you share me. So I, I will definitely note that uh, when I when I tweet it out. So yeah, uh, two versions. Yeah, yeah. Two? Like I meant, like I mentioned, uh, it's black. It's season one, Beast Wars, Black Arachnia, and Transformers animated Black Arachnia. Oh, em- embracing each other, very. Uh, <laughs> I didn't in- even say what my Twitter was. It's Neo Cal. <laughs> oh right, right. Neo underscore Neo Cal underscore Cal with a K. He <laughs> gets the same. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we will be back next week with uh, episode 64 of Too Much Energon, where we will be talking about the 13th and final episode of season one of Beast Machines, End of the Line. Oh, we're on the final one? I Yeah, yep. we are. 13. Uh, incidentally, there was a, a, a song by uh, a group, an industrial 
uh, it's not even a group it's just one dude but called pain <laughs> and they had a song that actually also came out in 1999 on their uh on his uh sophomore album rebirth it was also called end of the line you might hear that in next week's episode of the podcast oh shit. uh that about does it for this week i think we're gonna we're gonna yeah we, jump uh, in the, we're gonna jump in the the autobot shuttle and uh fly we back come from to, the land down under and uh get some uh vegemite sandwiches on the way so i have run, been better take cover i have been one of your hosts christopher siege and i'm neo cal uh <laughs> and until next week i am transformed i am transformed super transformed oh i'm so transformed traveling in a fight on a hippie trail head full of zombies I met a strange lady, she made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said, do you come from a land down under? A women go and men wonder Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover Six foot four and full of muscle I said, do you speak my language? He just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich And he said, I come from a land of love From Peter's flow and mention Come on.